Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yep. What's up, all you cool cats and kittens? This is Step Brothers Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. Episode what? Man, I didn't even check. It's uh, one. We're in the 15, 15 or 16. Mm, let me double check. <clears throat> While Dawn's doing that, you know what I'm saying? My name's Chris, uh, Chris Minor, a.k.a. The 115, string, bro. The, uh, the Slim Thick Stringer Bell. I'm going to get it right one of these days. Dino Spumoni, extra cheese and pe- uh, pepperoni. Uh, I'm a little fucked up, you know, because I had a show today, which we will get into. But I did my thing. Today is meaning uh, Sunday, not Monday, when y'all are going to hear this. What episode is this? 115. 115. I'd like to welcome everybody back to the Step Brothers Podcast, episode 115. It's, I already... You what's up, it. dog? You're doing it again. Okay. Yeah, what's yeah, up? See, clearly, Chris <clears throat> is uh, on a different level right now. Bro, because I, I, you know what happened? I, I fucking, I fucking uh, was chilling at home, uh-huh. started you Haka show over again. Nice. Always uh, worth it. And uh, Ryan calls me. He's like, bro, I just had a bad feeling, bro. Like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm just chilling, laying in bed, you know, watching you hot show, chilling, eating some now and laters, just chilling. Now and laters. Uh, he was like, well, man, I just had a bad feeling. Some, someone told me to call you. Uh, I'm about to go to Katie and Steph's house. You want to you wanna roll with? It's like, I mean, uh, sure, why not? You know, fuck it. <laughs> what I didn't know, did, look, Steph is a diabolical ass nigga, man. He was not going to answer the door until we took two shots each. <laughs> so he left a chair outside of his door with a sign that said, you must take two shots to enter. Wow. He gave you the entry test. Wow. Exactly. So R- Ryan poured one shot out, mm-hmm. drank his other one. I drank one and I took the other one in the house with me and I eventually drank it. And it was uh, some crown vanilla and I don't really fuck with crown. So I knew you something. Yeah. I knew something was going on. <laughs> something <laughs> weird was going on. So you know weird, what I'm okay. Uh, but other, you know, we, you know, we chilled. We had some laughs last night. Uh, Katie and um, Steph and <sighs> Steph's homies, uh, kicking and screaming, came on. Uh, we were watching that. Um, and uh, so Steph has a homie that is our Jonathan. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, if you're aware, if you've been listening to the podcast. Uh, Jonathan's my best friend and my best friend since we were fucking children, but he's a little out there. You know what I'm saying? He's with the, the stars and the quasars and the, the swords and the yes. tinfoil hat and, yeah. you know, everything's a conspiracy. That's, that's who Jonathan is. Conspiracy brother from Undercover Brother. Exactly. Basically, and yeah. they have a guy that's similar to Jonathan. Yes. And he pulled up. Now, Steph and his crew, they about one thing and one thing only. Fucking video games, bro. 
this nigga started breaking down why I lost to them in Mortal Kombat. The last after the last fight, you know. Sure. So he was like, bro. You got to you got to check out there's like squares and you when you throw a punch it, it's going to land here so if you calculate where he's going to land and you know how to do a, I'm like bro I I don't do that niggas just put up the sticks and fight like I don't do none of that you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're but, not thinking that level. Yeah, yeah. no, they're thinking on a whole they, other level. They're thinking on pro gamer level. I exactly. Got yeah. But homie pulled out a controller that looked just like this. It had the eight, Yeah, he got the arcade stick. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they started playing, um, uh, gonna take it for a ride. Street Fighter versus Capcom. Oh, uh, no, Marvel versus Capcom. That shit, yeah. I'm sorry. Because Street Fighter. Yeah, because that's big for that or like Street Fighter, yeah. And I was like, and I was on FaceTime with Miles. We were talking about one of the beats that he found that we did like back in the day. And I looked through the window because I was outside smoking a cigarette. I was like, bro, is this nigga got a fucking. He got a whole fucking thing on his yeah. lap right now, bro. Yeah, he really serious. Yeah. So I went in and they were like, "Yo, uh, we done with Street Fighter. We finna, we finna start playing Smash Brothers." And I was like, "Man, I'm not even finna hold y'all. This isn't my game of choice. Like, I play it with my nigga Dalton because that's what he's good, at, you know." And he was like, "Oh no, man, it's gonna be fun. Trust me." So we start playing, and it's cool, you know. Obviously, I lose. Like, I'm I'm one of the three lives. I'm one of the first people to lose. Then Steph was like, okay, the next person that comes in last got to take a shot. And we were drinking tequila. So I I was very drunk last night. Very. <laughs> <laughs> like, extremely. Like, I hit up my ex. Thank God she didn't reply last night. She replied this morning. Thank God. Because if she would have replied last night, I would have said some shit I really didn't mean. <laughs> I was just drunk You know what I'm saying Boy oh boy I ended up calling um, But this is the thing So Ryan ate an edible Okay So Ryan was my ride So I, I knew Either Katie's finna take me home Or I'm finna stay tonight Those are my only options <laughs> You know what I'm saying Cause Ryan's not going anywhere So I was like fuck I'm really not trying to stay tonight Cause I gotta get up early I got the show So I fucking called Coco. <laughs> I called Coco. I was like, yo, where where are you at? I need you. She was like, where you at? We'll come get you. They li- literally sent them the address, pulled up, got me, saved me. I'm telling you right now, I would not have been at that show today. That was not <laughs> going to happen. Uh, I canceled. Because <laughs> I would have been, dr- I would have continued drinking had I stayed there. So she came and got me, or her and Callie, shout out to Callie. We pulled up on me. Kelly drama nice ass beamer too, by the way. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just had to throw that out there. It had to stunt. Mm-hmm. They pulled up on me in the beamer. <laughs> Picked me up, took me home, and I gave them a whole fucking bottle. I was like, this is y'all's payment for picking me up. All right. Take this. <laughs> hey, y'all go enjoy you Sure yourself. they accepted that. They did. Absolutely. Because it was already like 2.33 a.m. when I hit them up type shit. I yeah. think. I don't remember. But anyways, so... I get, in the, I get in the house. Like I said, I text my ex. I text my ex at Katie's house, actually. Um, and then fucking, uh, what happened after that? I get home. I hit up Liz. Now, Liz is on West Coast time, though. So, they're two hours, she's two hours behind me. So, I'm talking to her, and I was like, fuck, I didn't fuck up your whole shit because I'm drunk. Like, I'm sorry. You know, she's like, stop apologizing. You good. You good. You good. And I was like, nah, fam, I need to, I need to go to sleep. Cause I'm gonna do some shit tonight that I probably shouldn't do. End up going to sleep. Dalton 
as because Don's the world's greatest manager, calls me eleven fifty five on the dot. He called me prior to that, but I I, I was awake for it. Like I I, yeah. I heard the second ring, and I didn't even look and see who it was. I didn't know it was Don until I finally was like, "Fuck, where am I?" Type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm discompopulating. Where am I? Um. So I was Don, and Don was like, "Yo, you up? I thought you'd be practicing for your set. What you doing?" And I was like, "Bro, I'm sorry. I just woke up." Riz called me. He's like, "Yo, I'm on my way." Riz came. Me and Riz talking. He was like, "Yeah, don't call me too. Make sure I was coming to pick you up." I was like, "Yeah, that's how you know you got you a good manager. He making sure everything's in line." Nigga, he's like, "Look, I'm out here eating ramen with my wife. Where the fuck are y'all at? You know what I'm saying?" So we get to sound check. Sound check is like you know what I'm saying they they ain't have all that together whatever whatever they weren't there yeah let's just there. cut his call space fit they weren't there they weren't there so we went back to Ridge House yeah we went back to Ridge House got dressed you know what I'm saying I was very fly Ridge was, Ridge was my stylist for the show you know what I'm saying he gave me the Raph Simmons jacket you know the Jordans you know what I'm saying I had some pants and uh, obviously and uh, you know I came with the rest you know what I'm saying the splendor. <laughs> Get to the show. Got your hair dyed. My hair was thank shout out to Katie. Katie yeah. dyed my hair uh, last Sunday. I hadn't got a haircut since like fucking August. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it's like well, it's not too long away. But anyways, um, we fucking uh, we get to the show. <laughs> uh huh. And uh, Willow, shout out to Willow. He was a, he was a guest on one of the episodes. I don't remember his number. He was up there, you know what I'm saying, uh, testing out the sound and everything. And, um, blah, mm-hmm. blah, you know. Uh, all our friends and everything started rolling in. Blaze came. His sister came, which, by the way, happy birthday to Blaze and his sister. They're twins. Twins, yeah. And uh, they just turned 27 seven. Mm-hmm. today. So shout out to them, uh, birthday, uh, and all that jazz. And uh, Ashley came and, uh, uh, reason, you know, it was a night. Nice, our section was like the, you know, what I'm saying we was popping. You know, all everybody came to support. You know what I'm saying? It was a nice ass little vibe that we had going. Parnell, shout Parnell, cannot forget Parnell. He's a cutty to my Kanye. You know what I'm saying? And um, uh, I uh, Kush with a C. I want to talk about him. Okay. Um, he was the first performer of the night, which. To be honest, I feel like, I mean, the caliber of music that he was coming with, I definitely feel like they should have put him later on the bill. But this particular showcase was to give uh, the artists that don't have a lot of exposure, exposure. Now, if y'all been listening to Step Brothers podcast since day one, excuse me, y'all know that (laughs) I personally don't need any more exposure. And that's not no, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, not in the sense of like, you know, like, I, I don't need no favors at this point. Right. Where I'm at. Mm. That's what I mean. I'm grateful and thankful for the opportunity because I had not performed since the last time Dalton and I told y'all that I performed. But um, that's what the showcase was for, to give people more exposure. And, um... And he's just trying to start something new as well. Yeah, like you know, a monthly, like a, yeah, yeah, a monthly thing. You know what I'm saying? Which hats off to him. Uh, which uh, what's his uh, his name? Derek, right? That was Robert. Uh, we I don't. Uh, Hold on, I got his email, man. 
Yeah, let me just see what he. Roderick Pullum. Roderick Pullum. I'll I'll talk about our relationship in a minute because it's very uh, interesting. Uh, I was uh, to say the least. But anyways, so Kush with a C. I've been seeing him floating around in the like Dallas Twitter yep. sphere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just saw he. You know, I from from what I saw he. He might have had everybody's a little nervous before they do anything like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No. But he found his stride and he and he put his best foot forward and he yeah. put on a hell of a show. You like, saw we were rocking with him. So. Yeah, we yeah. definitely I definitely appreciated him because I mean, outside of the beats banging, because the beats were fire. Yeah, they were great. Yeah. The all, all the all the songs that he performed were fire. But the things that he was saying, like he put his life into the raps. Yeah. His whole family came out to support him. Yeah. He meant that shit. His, his mm-hmm. mom, his grandmother, I believe he has some other family members there. Um, he had a dude come with a broken foot. Yeah. Dude somebody was, yeah, yeah. He do pulled up on crutches and Real deal, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He even had the, uh, PSO, uh, hat on that. They just yeah, dropped. The Kwame hats, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Kwame on that. But, um, you know, I believe I believe once he gets more comfortable performing, because I don't know how many performances he's done, but right. I know he's not like uh, a fucking veteran at this shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But once he gets comfortable performing, it's a wrap. He had the he had crowd participation. You know, again, the things that he was saying that he was saying was like. Okay, I'm rocking with you because you. I'm hearing what you're saying. Yeah, it ain't is outside of the beast banging and all that shit. Like you're saying some real shit. Yeah, and he, I, I liked it too because the beat, the beats are fire. Like right. they were really. He had a really good selection of beats, but I think they were the correct beats for him as well. Like he picked the right and he structures his song the right way. Like he wasn't trying to do too much. He wasn't trying to be all like. I'm gonna rap super fast on this song. I'm gonna rap super trappy on this song. He was just making the music he kind of want to make. And Ridge actually brought up a good point. His like voice inflection and the way he raps sound like Nipsey Hustle. It did, like straight up, like it, it, it sounded like Nip all day. Like how it, and it's hard. To, he had the raspiness. He had the straight. He was just telling you like it was every song, um, and how he felt about that shit. Thanks. Uh, I definitely heard people talking about Nipsey while he was performing. Yeah, it, it really gave me those vibes though. Kush with a C. Um, is literally Kush with AC. That's his name. Y'all check him out. He's a very phenomenal artist. Yeah. I, I definitely fuck with everything that um he performed tonight. Like no cap. Yeah, I'm definitely looking um, out because that was good shit. Uh the DJ tonight, her name was uh Sarah Battle, right? Uh that's her name, Sarah Battle. She's a DJ in the area. She did a phenomenal job. She got everything set up. Her and her roadie. I don't know who he is yep, Sarah to Battle. her. But um uh, I'm going to assume a roadie because he was taking care of the particulars. Like, yo, if you ain't got your thumb drive, we need this, we need that. Like, he was doing all that shit for her, and that was fu- and that was dope. Um, the next performer was Sage something Baker Baker, white guy. He had post Malone vibes, but nonetheless, you can't perform the type of music that he makes without already I, being. I think they did him a disservice by putting him on the set, but they gave him drive vocals, so. He made music that was very atmospheric and like melodic and stuff that you you would have like you need high like ver- verbal effects on like hearing it dry 
is not the same because he wasn't. He's not like singing, right? He's he's, he's so, Post Malone. So right, or like Jameson would be the best comparison if you know who Jameson is. But um, his, his shit doesn't work dry. So like, and you, could, I could hear the mix in the background. Yeah, and I was like, I want to hear that. Right, but I, we, we, they didn't give us even that, even even uh, Blaze Armani walked up to him. He was like, bro. If his shit, if I listen to his shit in his car, in the car, I know his shit would be fire. It would be banging. Yeah. So I'm sure, yeah. Phenomenal artist. Again, just me being a fan or, well, a uh, witness to the show. I, I could tell he hasn't done very many shows either. I, yeah, it might have been his first. Yeah, it might have been his first. he had his mom there. She yeah. was filming him. And which is dope. Like, yeah, look, I like trust that, yeah. me. I would always, you know, I, my parents are already in their 60s. So, like, I know they're not coming to any of my shows. But I definitely will respect it. Just seeing them there, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I have more to yeah, do. Yeah. But I can definitely appreciate the artists, like parents supporting them yeah, at this dope. age. Yeah. All, uh, like the guys that went prior to me. And he had a song about being toxic. So it's funny. His mom's like, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> Be saying? Be toxic. Uh, it's yeah, like uh-huh. I can definitely like admire that the parents support these artists' dreams early because it took a long time for my parents to get on board with what I was doing. Yeah. Um, that so, easy sell, yeah. Yeah, Sage, the Sage, what? Baker. Baker was second. Again, he got vibes, and I fucked with the show set. So then it was me. <clears throat> I was third. <laughs> now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold y'all uh, audience. <laughs> you know, audience. I took an Adderall before the show. Y'all know how I get when I'm on them fucking Adderalls. Y'all know it's a wild time, but. Um, I, it was like a calm. I, uh, while I was getting ready today, it was like a calm. It was a calming thing. Like it was like, it was almost like business as usual. You know. Yeah. Dawn pulls up. We're at Bridges' house. We're watching the first couple plays of the Cowboys game. Like we're chilling. Like you know, no over preparation. No, 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 nothing. You know, like we literally just. You ready, Dawn? I'm ready. Okay, let's go. We we went. Get to the show. You know, and uh, after Sage Baker performed, you know, I lit me a cigarette and I walked up on stage because uh, we were performing outside. Obviously, I can't get away with that, like in an actual venue. But we were performing outside of uh, Club Dada. And um, I felt the calm before the storm, man. And uh, I, I was telling Dalton like all day, like I feel like I'm watching my life happen today. <laughs> like I'm not actually living my life, but I'm watching it happen. Yeah. And I just knew with that type of energy that I had, I knew I had a point to prove, especially with the new music that I've been making. Like, I wasn't trying to, you know, let myself down nor my team down. You know what I'm saying? So um, we start the show and, you know, I, I, I think Whiskey, yeah, Whiskey Wells was the first song. Then I went into a new joint off of Talk To Me Nice. Talk to me nice. Nice. There you go. And, um, <laughs> and um, you know, I, I fucked up. I was trying to take my jacket off, and I had a cigarette in my mouth. and He knocked the cigarette yeah, out. Yeah, everything. <laughs> fa- and I was, like, trying to pick shit up, and it was right before my verse started. The, the verse was going. And- yeah, and it was a bunch of shit. But what that told me was, like, I need to put it in overdrive right now. Like, I need to fucking... Show my ass right now. Like, I need to let these people know that are watching me that this is not my first time performing. I'm not nervous. 
Right. I'm I'm very like on point with what my set because me and my manager just put it together the night before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I needed I needed the people to know that I did not come in there to waste their time. So after those first two songs, I got them out of the way with my fuck ups. I went straight to work. You know what I'm saying? To let the young guys that are new and myself know that this is what I'm. I'm. I I I haven't kept a job. You know what I'm saying? Just start school again. Shout TCC. You know what I'm saying? But this is what I do, and I'm not gonna play with it. You know what I'm saying at all? Like this ain't just like. I'm I'm up here to do a job, and I made sure that I, I I put that point across with the rest of my performance, because if you were basing my my set off the first two songs that I did, you would think I came up there to waste y'all's fucking time, and that's exactly that's exactly what I was not trying to do, and that's just how I felt about it, and you know, I made sure I made it a point to do that. I had Armani up there, uh, Blaze shout out Blaze Armani, uh, again him and his sister's birthday, they're twins. Uh, brought him up there because this is his first time performing outside of battle rap. Yeah, he's a battle rap predominantly. So. And I wanted him to experience that. You know what I'm saying? Like, see how this feels. If you ain't built for that, you might not make it. Is this what you want to do? Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And because, again, this is not my first rodeo. This is at least, at the very least, my 12th show. You know what I'm saying? That I, and I'm just thinking. Off the top of my head, that's got to be my twelfth show. So, um, yeah, I definitely wanted to leave a mark on there. For one, you know, the guy, um, what we say his name was Derek. What's his name? Oh, uh, the, who, who who was hosting it? Oh, um, damn it! <laughs> I'm sorry. And then we're gonna bring him up again because uh, I wanted to get into our Roderick. Roderick, look, I wanted Roderick to know. In a respectful, in a respectful way, never put me third, never put me first, never put me third. I'm putting on a fucking show, and I feel like, you know, I needed to let him know that for the future reference, because I definitely would go back to Club Dada, and I definitely would go back to perform. But I wanted him to know, like, I'm coming. To, I already knew I came to do a job because of the set mix that me and Dalton made, but. It was also because I didn't find out I was going third until the day of the show. Yeah, today we found out. Yeah. So excuse me. I, I, I honestly I expected to go second to last. Um, that's what I was thinking. But Derek, um, he's a writer for the Dallas Observer. Roderick. Roderick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm drunk. I'm fucked up. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Ah, uh, he's a writer for the Dallas Observer. And when I put out my last album. He reached out to me. He's like, bro, why did it take you six years to put out another album from, you know, Chris Avelli to now? Great question. And <laughs> I, well, really, Dalton, it's Dalton and Miles' fault if we really want to get into particulars <laughs> because all while we were making Chris Avelli, he was like, bro, this is going to take a lot for you to, like, top this. <laughs> they told me that early. Yeah. Chris Avelli's on all streaming platforms right now, too, if you, you haven't. Yeah. The, and the, and. The one we put on streaming platforms is like the version that Chris wants people yeah, to hear a, now. A, a condensed version. Because he, he doesn't enjoy the full thing anymore. Nah, you know, people grow. Grow, yeah. So if the quintessential version is on streaming services in his mind. Um, um, so, yeah, I, I definitely um, felt like I 
I didn't know how to attack music again because I'm with the people that I create music with and they tell me they don't know how I'm going to top the last <laughs> shit. So it's like, how am I going to top uh, it? All I needed was some heartbreak. And, you know. Hey, hey, the heartbreak. Yeah, I need But see, this is the thing. And I can I can admit this here today. You must take me for a joke was literally, I don't want to call it experiment. Like I really, I put effort in behind that album. Like I was very serious about what I was putting out, Mm -hmm. but I still, I, even, even though that is, you know, is the truth. I wasn't inspired when I was creating that music. I wasn't, yeah, I didn't have a point to make. I didn't have a goal in my, I wasn't creating with intention to do anything other than let people know that I'm fucked up. Right now. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's a sad album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't even listen to that album anymore. So I don't even care that y'all don't listen to that album anymore. So I'm just keeping it a buck. You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely don't feel like I put my best foot forward with that album. You just had to get it out. Exactly. Because, yeah. you know, the woman I was dating at the time would not allow me to get that out. And I need it. What are you doing? I don't know. And I need it. You keep moving this shit. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> and I needed and I needed to get that out. I got it out. But talk to me nice. Talk to me nice. Is the fucking I personally feel like this is the greatest work I've ever done in my life. So I'm I'm ten toes down behind this album in particular. And I needed everybody to know that. So um but yeah, th- that's how me and uh Roderick. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how our relationship spawned. He asked me a question. He ended up doing a write up on me for that album, and that's you know if I could toot my own horn, you know, I don't feel like that's my best work. But again, I still got a write up over it. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying. You got to understand when you're dealing with you know certain people and what they do. You know, I'm meant to do this music shit. Yeah, ultimately is what I'm trying to get at. But anyways, the show was a success to me. All yeah, in all, yeah. Roderick did a beautiful thing today. He brought people together. Everybody was able to social distance. Yeah, we were. Everybody was able to wear their masks. The drinks are very cheap. I spent $5.41. Well, Dawn spent. Dawn spent $5.41. I told, I told the bartender, I was like, yo, I want a tequila on the rocks. He gave me a full cup of tequila, a lime, and some ice for $5.41. Y'all need to go to Club Dada. Stop spending extra money you finna you you finna get fucked up off twenty dollars go out there easy <sighs> but um the show was great bro all, all in all i'm very i'm yeah. proud i'm proud yeah and you know the people that couldn't make it no hard feelings there's no offense no anything i understand life happens because life is gonna period, get to, yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying everything's going on right now i understand and um i'm just glad that you know I was able to walk off stage with my head held high and I went to a crowd of people, everybody that was there, and they dabbed me up and said, you did great, bro. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and meant it. Like, not just telling me that because I'm coming off stage. But I know I put my whole, I put my ankle in it. You know what I'm saying? I know I did that. And if my parents were there, I would have made them proud. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I really care about. Um, I just took up 26 minutes. So we can start talking about some other shit. <laughs> well, that was a show. That was a show. Uh, I do want to say, like, while he was performing, these people were asking me, like, does he make all his own beats? And I was like, yes. 
which is uh, something that, you know, Chris prides himself on because uh, producer, artist, but I, I think producer is like the main thing he was focusing on for like such a long time. So it was cool to like hear people ask that question like, yo, does he make the moment? Because if someone asked that question, that means they fuck with the shit. And there was one song in particular that kind of changed the pace um, of everything. Uh, let's just say Chris has different vibes on this album, uh, especially inspiration from different producers. Like, let's say there's a Just Blaze track on there. Um, so there's a Neptune style track um, on there, and once that one played, that's when everything kind of went way up from that point. Because uh, that's like the high energy song, so everybody was like, "Oh shit!" Because it it came after a soul sample, so you weren't well, they weren't expecting that shit. And just for a little, you know, promo plug, we got, uh, this is the first time that Chaz, Chris, and Brandon are all in the same song. And, uh, again, that's just because of good management, because (laughs) (laughs) before I even started sending the song out, you know, Dawn hears everything that I do. Just, you know, get his opinion, because Dawn is such a musical uh, savant, if you will. And I, he was like, bro, you know what? Chaz would sound great on this song. Yeah. And lo and behold. Yep. Lo and behold. Chaz ends up coming to Dallas, Texas. Yep. After to the work song on music. Up, to work on me. And I said, bro, the, if I don't if I don't capitalize off this opportunity, that's just how you know like God is working in your favor. You know what I'm saying? Not that he isn't always working in your favor, but in that particular time, Everything just lined up correctly. Dalton put that thought in my head two months before Chaz even probably thought about coming to Texas. Yeah. Chaz comes to Texas, and and I, to be honest, I, when I talked to Chaz and he was t- he told me he was coming, I was like, I got a joint I want you to get on. I called Dalton back like it was my idea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I told Chaz to get on that. Yeah. He's like, you know, he like, bro, I told you. I told you. Like, that's perfect for chat, And it was. You know what I'm saying? So, um... I mean, because that's what we all used to listen to. So, yeah, I yeah. knew... Yeah, like, and he's worked. from that area. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, DMV. DMV, yeah. So, he already knew what that was. Exactly. But the theme of the album, like Dalton was saying, like, it's a, it is, it is like, me being... It's, it's really a production album to me more than it is rapping. Yeah. Because I took from Kanye's, the Q-Tips. You got the, every type of flavor. You the RZA's, the Just Blaze, the Pharrell's, uh, the Ninth One. I took from these people that excuse me, I admired, and I tried to duplicate their sound but still make it Chris, and I rapped on it. And the only two people, honest to God, that I was thinking about when I was writing my verses was Pusha T and Jay-Z. So... They like those people inspired this talk to me nice album. Like I knew I was capable of doing it because I've been a fan of these people virtually my whole life. Even before I knew that I was a fan of them. I didn't know who Q tip was when I was in second grade, but I fucked with Vibre thing. You know what I'm saying? Even though Dilla 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 as well. God damn it. Talk to me nice. Dilla is the reason why this album sounds the way that it sounds. Let's 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 start there. Everything else came. Dilla's even, the blueprint. Though. Even though Q-Tip was like before Dilla. No, Dilla's the blueprint. Dilla's still the blueprint for how sonically this album is going to sound. Right, right. Because if it wasn't for him, I would not have thought to listen to Ninth Wonder 
or a Kanye or a Just Blaze or whatever. Like what Dilla was doing, just you know, just look like like look up his resume. I'm sure you've heard a song by Dilla that just you adore. Listen to Donuts, bro. Everybody's heard the light by Common, and everybody loves that song. Yeah. Old, young, new to listening to this type of hip hop, like it's a every, very hip hop song. Everybody's going <laughs> to. It's a very hip hop. And song. Dilla did that shit, and yeah. he's fucking fire. So let me let me fix my mouth before I say some foolish shit. Dilla is the reason why Talk to Me Nice happened. <laughs> let me just say that. Yeah, but I was listening to a lot of Wu Tang. Um. Of course. A, a lot of Jay-Z, early Jay-Z, not the newer shit, but early, listening to a lot of Pusha, listening to a lot of um, Pharrell, to be honest. Yeah, just Blaze. Uh, I was listening to a lot of these artists, put this shit together, so that's why the album sounds the way it sounds. But ultimately, you know, the one thing you want to walk away from a show is 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 connections. You know what I'm saying? And I... As I said at the top of the podcast, I I've heard of Kush Kush with the C. I've seen him interacting with other local artists, but him and I have never like built that bridge of connection. Right, I've seen him before. I right, just haven't, yeah. And so today it happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that. In in my mind, the show is a success. You know, rather my and it's crazy because me and Ryan, me and Ryan was just talking about this the other day, like how I go into that music, mo- how the music Chris and like the everyday Chris are two totally different people. Yeah. And, you know, I never actually told you this, Dalton, but I was scared. I was scared of like doing the podcast and doing my music at the same time because I am a totally different person when music is not involved. Right. And I just didn't want people to look at the separation of the two and think like, is he is he faking with this or is he faking with that? You know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't him. But literally, the podcast is like everything else that I am yeah. made up of. I, I think of it as like being an athlete. Because once the game's over, they just, yeah. they're either they're a husband, they're a father. They're not, you know. They're, just, they're not I just mean, they work out stuff, but they're not thinking about the game no more. The game's over. Right. So... They doing whatever they doing. Yeah, and 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 and, it's, and and even for me, it's taking a while for me to get into that, like, because yeah, because I, I think about how fucking insane I am <laughs> while we're doing the podcast, but then I'll go home and write a verse that I feel like can rival, you know, a Kendrick's verse or a Pusha verse or a whole verse or a Kanye verse, and I'm like, how does a person like this even exist? In the midst of all this, like, it's almost like you can't take off that cape. You're Superman at all times. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. You're creative, man. This is just a different creative space. This is just a different creative space that I get to. Exactly. Speaking of speaking of um, basketball players going home and uh, they're going home today. uh, We just watched the fucking finals. Ass whooping what it was. Um. The Lakers are the 2019-2020 NBA champions. They made it through the bubble. They made it through the bubble. Um, I don't know if I publicly publicly said that I was going for Miami, but I was. And I just wanted to put out there for the record. So next time I got to talk about this, it's already been stated. I do not hate LeBron James. I don't think that he's overrated. I don't think that... 
I don't think a lot of shit people that usually would, you know, slam LeBron. Yeah, slam yeah. LeBron. I don't think none of that. Okay. I personally was going for Miami because I seen that underdog in them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, clearly you, they're they're you, the underdog. You saw that fight. Yeah, they that, had they hungry. They were hungry for yeah. it. Sometimes it's not enough, as we saw. Yeah, but they not, had it. Like they, but they had it. They pushed LeBron James and the Lakers to six games. To six games. This game wasn't a good one. No, not for them. But they still did it. When everybody thought LeBron had a cakewalk, this was his easiest ring that he had. No, Jimmy wasn't going for that. And I respected that because I myself felt like in a lot of situations, Chaz being, i be honest, light-skinned, getting all the girls, rapping. I felt like I was an underdog even hanging around them. Dalton driving the Chrysler, oh, man. dancing at parties and shit. What Everybody fuck. I was just saying, <laughs> but you look at these things and uh, you start to like, you know, as humans do, compare. I don't do that. What he does, and people like him for doing that, but I don't do it, and people don't like me. Like, people do that in real life all the time. It's not just sports. They do it in every avenue of their life. So I'm looking at Jimmy Nim and just Because they, they and, weren't supposed to be there. In awe. Yeah. Let me tell – I'll say this, and I'll die on this hill. The Miami Heat definitely played – a better game of basketball than any team that they faced, including the Lakers. I feel that way. Now, being able to play the game well isn't always enough, as we saw tonight. As we saw game, well, the Lakers were up to... They were up 3-1. They were up 3-1, and then they lost Friday. Right. But the the first game was an ass-whooping. Yeah. Uh, Being able to play the game well is not enough. You know, and Jimmy can't do it by himself. I definitely went out there on a limb and said Tyler Hero, though I know it's the finals, he 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 stunk it up. He's a, a rookie. Bit. He's a rookie. People kept reminding me he's a rookie. He's never been here. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. But that's the difference between a nigga that know when you step on the court, you know what you're here to do, and a nigga that's still trying to find himself out. Also, I do want to stress as well, like, if for anybody that, you know, and all the crazy shit that happened in the bubble, yes, it was crazy. These people were in this bubble for over a hundred days. Basically, yeah, a, a triple digits, bro, in this in the one location, without their family, you know, without their, you know, without if you're married, without your wife, everything like you're used to, you're just stuck there doing a job, right? That's a long ass business trip. So this this final this playoffs was insane. Like you're they were breathing basketball twenty four seven. Like they couldn't, they could not not do basketball. You're literally in a basketball facility, and you can't go anywhere else. If you leave, you get in trouble. That shit's insane. So, for for any of the stuff to happen, like all the way through, no COVID cases, right? And then what they had to go through, to, like, so you, the better you do, the more time you got to spend in this bubble. Exactly, it's fucking crazy. So like it. Every, everything was high stress. I'm short because like you're 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 not seeing your kids, you're not seeing your wife. And when they did visit, all they could do was visit. Like you're not, they're not constantly there. Like they mm-hmm. they've been there, so that's crazy. I, the whole I, thing was been crazy. My, I just I just my hat goes off to those guys, man. Absolutely. I, I, you know, you basically 
stru- uh, stripped away uh, these millionaires' lifestyle, what they're accustomed to. And no, well, I, I will never compare it to jail because obviously those guys are going through real shit. Right. That these NBA players could have opted out of. They chose to go do that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, there's people that are convicted that didn't even do the crime. They yeah. didn't choose that. You A know what I'm saying? People, yeah. So, but, 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 but what I will say is there's still humanity out there. Like, you know, LeBron James is probably the richest NBA player that's playing ball right now, you know, give or take. And he said, yo, I want to keep playing. The Clippers were the one that opted out. You know what I'm saying? They didn't want to play. Kawhi didn't want to play. Uh, uh, what's uh, what's homie name that co-op? Uh, uh, Paul George. Paul George didn't want. They didn't want to play. Yeah, they 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 wanted to like, hey, fuck this shit. Down. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. And and uh, uh, again, commend Milwaukee for what they did. It was to start a, the conversation. Yeah. yeah, you know they 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 tried to you know say, yo, we're not playing today because of what the fuck is going on in our hometown, which uh, Milwaukee. Uh, George Floyd. Yeah. The uh, all that. No, it wasn't George Floyd. Yes, it was. Was it? Yeah, that's how long the bubble's been going on. Oh wow! But anyway, that was in that was in the the round one against Orlando Magic. Um, but yeah, th- this has been going on for so long. You know, everything that's going on outside the world, they're trying to make it their message to, you know, tell people to vote or you know, Black Lives Matter. Um, everything that's happened has been very important, and for these guys to not only entertain the world, but go out there and give it their all. You know, LeBron's not going out there to lose. Jimmy's not going out there to lose. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Antipacunto's not going out there to lose. You know what I'm saying? Like, these, like they're going out there to win. And to take a loss in a bubble and some shit that you really technically didn't have to do is commendable. You know what I'm saying? So we need to give these guys, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, the biggest motherfucking... <laughs> praises you know what i'm saying it kept it kept twitter alive nba kept twitter alive for me because if it wasn't the nba we talking about trump and biden you know cardi uh, divorcing offset whatever the fuck but the nba is one solid thing that literally like Kyrie irving give him his props said we are just we're just a part of the narrative but we were more than that and y'all are more than that you know what i'm saying tonight didn't feel like a finals game to me Maybe because of everything that I had to go through today, personally for me, but the fact that they won it, I got to give my I got to tip my hat. That shit quick too. That game was you know quick. It wasn't. It wasn't really a finals like we're fighting for this, mind you. Jimmy Butler in Game Five had to do what he did for them to even pull that out. Like we extended this shit. That's why my hat. I wanted. I outside of Kobe and outside of Kobe, I'm never just. A team, even a team in the NBA. I fucked with the Clippers on 2K. They were a solid team when it was a J crossover. Um, Blake and Chris. Blake, Chris, you know, uh, uh, Jordan. Uh, that was like their star involved, I want to say. And DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. Like, that was the only team I, like, kind of admired outside of Stephen Clay. I can't wait for them to come back. But Jimmy and Hero and Lance Bass, what's the other Duncan one? Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson. <laughs> like they showed me some shit today, or, or through the throughout, you know, from the from from Milwaukee to Boston to now. Like they're a really good team, and it made they're me tough, yeah. and they made me miss watching basketball because I didn't watch. Last time I watched basketball was when KD fucked up his shit again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
and last year and the time before that, Kobe's last game. And outside of that, I, I could, I'll catch up with it on Twitter, but I'm not going to actively go watch a basketball game. Nothing like, and you know, but it's definitely made me, like the Miami Heat made me like a fan fan again where I could talk shit about y'all's team versus my team where I could say Jimmy didn't have to go up 40 points to win game five. He went 35 points instead. Like I, it makes me, it makes me go there again, breaking it down as a fan, and I appreciate that. So, I wouldn't want to see the finals won any other way. I definitely said that the Lakers were going to win Sunday because I knew they were. They didn't play like they wanted to win Friday, in my opinion. Just being a fan, you know, I'm not. I'm no Stephen A. I'm no Max. I'm no Skip. I'm no Shannon. But you know what I'm saying. From a fan, they didn't want that game. You know what I'm saying. And I know. And and. Let me. This is the last thing I'm gonna say about this, and then you can take over. <sighs> this is gonna be hard for me to say too, bro, because it really fucks with me. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I hate that we put so much pressure on LeBron as a Laker because of Kobe's passing. I hate that because no human should have to go through that. Like, period. Basketball or not. And I know basketball, well, ball is life. That's been the slogan since 2014. Ball is life. I understand. But you got to understand what Kobe meant to the game. LeBron being alive, or not LeBron. Kobe being alive while LeBron moved to the Lakers. What all that meant already. LeBron already had pressure. So let's not add the fact, let's add the fact that not only did Kobe Bryant pass, Gianna passed, but seven other people lost their lives in that helicopter crash. And that's all you're thinking about while you're isolated from your wife, your kids, your parents, your, your, your confidants, all that shit. You got to go in there dealing with that type of weight. Yes, LeBron is one of the greatest players to ever dribble a basketball, period. Like, let's end that discussion right now. He definitely is that. What he does outside of that, Judge it for your own moral compass. But as a basketball player, yes, LeBron James is the greatest player. One of the greatest players to ever dribble the basketball. And I personally don't like that narrative that the media, Sports Center, uh, Twitter motherfuckers, Facebook, 
you know, they got to win it for Kobe. This for Kobe. This for Kobe. This for Kobe. Like, no. Like, Kobe's passed. Let that man rest. Win the game because you need to win this game. Obviously, keep in mind, when you put on that Lakers jersey, the history that comes with that. Wilt, Wilt right? Magic. Uh, Kareem, right? Yep. Uh, Kobe, Shaq. Keep that history. Keep that history in mind. But you can't do that to a human, bro. That is disgusting. Like that narrative. Do it for Kobe. We did it for Kobe. That needs to die, especially when they lost Game Five, because they made a whole big deal about putting on even the sports team, the, the black mama jerseys. They 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 made it a big deal about them wearing the mama jerseys because they thought they was gonna get that job done that night. And Jimmy said, no, sir. So now they what? Sending, they were sending Danny Green death threats. Yeah, like, think about, like, how much we're putting on the line over this basketball shit. Some shit that, in the and ultimately, you know, Adam Silver could have said, you know what? It's too much shit going on. We're not bringing the NBA back. And then what? We wouldn't even be talking about this. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't especially playing with somebody who's, you know, Dead and gone, deceased. Can't put that much narrative on. Uh, LeBron James scored 28, 24 points in eight minutes. Uh, it's for Kobe. Like you can't do that, bro. I, I get the, I get the idea. I get why you would want to see that happen. But you got to think, bro. If LeBron lost in those mama jerseys, and that was the whole narrative. Imagine what he had to go through when he went home, back to the hotel room that night. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. We, and they made it a thing. Even I remember Anthony Davis saying, bro, we cannot lose in these jerseys. We cannot lose. And y'all fucking lost. So what happened? Y'all put all this on this man who's dead. Y'all making this man toss and turn in his grave spiritually, so to speak. That's not okay. That's not okay. And I'm at fault for this shit, too, because I tried to do eight shots in 24 minutes for Kobe. That's some bullshit. We got to stop doing that, bro. Like, I know y'all think it's a joke and everything, but it's not, bro. It's not. So that's all I want to say on that. Again, congratulations to LeBron, Anthony Davis, the Los Angeles Lakers. Hey, congratulations to fucking Danny Green, man. You know what I'm saying? We gave that nigga hell. Three, and, three uh, rings, three different teams. And the twin. What's his name? Markeith. We we gave him hell, too, the other night, which was deserved. Danny Green could have ended that game that night, but, you know, he missed a wide open three, and niggas do that. And we take that seriously. That's Danny Green's fault. We blaming him. That's his fault. It wasn't LeBron's fault or none of that. But they had another game to play. So. They had another game. To play. They lived to fight another day, and God damn it. They beat the ass today. <laughs> Jimmy Butler only had 12 points. After you, after that last, last game, nothing left in the tank, bro. Nothing left in the tank. They're only giving these niggas a day in between yeah. games. So. Yeah, you've been burping a lot. I don't know what's wrong. I oh told you I'm dying. Oh god. Okay. Well, since we're on sports, um, I do want to say, um, I know I make fun of the Cowboys a lot being being here on here, and I do it with my friends a lot. But today, I. You know, as everybody, the sport world, the sport world kind of paused because Dak got hurt today. Um, I'm a, I, I I like Dak. I'm a Dak fan. Um, you know, I I like that he bet on himself this offseason because he didn't get what he wanted money wise. Um, but he had a pretty gruesome ankle injury. He got caught out the field. He was crying. Um, he put his fist up like 
Jason Garrett, his old coach, walked over there. Everybody's kind of – and everybody on – all these athletes on Twitter were kind of, like, responding to him, like, saying, get well. Um, his ankle was twisted the other way. But it's not broken. It's dislocated and fractured. Um, so he's having – he had surgery. He's having surgery today. Well, after the game, he was having surgery. So I don't know what time it'll finish or whatever, but – he is getting it worked on, uh, but he will definitely be out for the rest of the season. So I hope he, you know, recovers because that's that's a tough that's a tough injury to come back from. Um, you know, you see these gruesome knee injuries like Teddy Bridgewater, Alex Smith, things like that, um, and they've come back. So you know, speed recovery to him. He is very young, so I think he'll come back stronger. Um, he's going to be hungrier than ever. Uh, Cowboys pay that man. Uh, take care of him. You know. Uh, for what he's done for y'all, this boy has been putting up 400 yards per game when he doesn't need to. <laughs> he's been putting everything on the line. Uh, very historic season uh, start. The Cowboys got the W. You know, they won. So, shouts to them. But uh, really, just shout to Dak Prescott. Get better soon. I will never make fun of an injury. I'm not that kind of person. Uh, so, never make fun of that. I am a Dak fan. Uh, they did win. So, you know, uh, just prayers up to you especially what, you, what you've been going through this year in general. But just, you know, shouts to you. Um, then as far as other things, let me see where we're at because I need to see if Jesse won today or not. We can talk about another uh, face-off that happened. Face-off? Yeah, like team versus team. Uh, the, the, uh, the VP debates. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, look. How you say? Because I, I, I call her Kamala. I know that's not it. Kamala Harris. It's Kamala, but I call her Kamala. Nigga. That's how I pronounce. It. You're almost saying caramel. <laughs> yeah, all that. Yeah. Look, I had to do my googles. I did my googles yesterday. <laughs> my googles beat. Let me tell you something, Kamala. Three and a half minutes. I give everything she's been missing. Oh my god, that's where we're going with this. With no disrespect, but with all due respect, I'm finna. I would bust that down to the white meat. <laughs> Great, you heard me. I know her husband's not hitting that shit right. I know he not, cause he ain't, she ain't pregnant. They ain't got no kids <laughs> together. He ain't hitting that shit right. All right. Anyway, I don't know what. I, look, outside of Kam- Kamala, Kamala Harris, Kam- Kamala. <laughs> outside of Kamala being a beautiful uh, black and South Asian queen, um. She handed uh what's homie name Mike uh, Pence Mike Pence his dick on a fucking platter. She she bodied this nigga at the debates in which, my personal opinion. Which was uh, was gonna happen regardless. Yeah, regardless because she know how to talk. Talk yeah. to me nice. Talk to me nice. Talk to but me nice. But as as everybody thought, this one was gonna be less of the um the screaming and rah rahing, which it was. This one was definitely more. This one was more like a regular political debate, in my opinion. This was like the a normal political debate I'm used to. <laughs> Not like the uh interrupting me. Well, he did interrupt her and that came with the like the the everybody's popular thing, like I'm I'm speaking, Mr. Vice President. She gave him that look, you know, women give you. Um as as the debates have gone so far though, all their organization's gonna do is try to to rile you up. Mike Pence just kept repeating the same thing. He actually didn't no matter how you feel, this man actually didn't answer any questions. Yeah. 
All he kept saying was, thank you, Janet. Um, did you know that Kamala and Joe Biden are going to raise your taxes and end fracking? That's literally his response almost verbatim every single time a question was asked. She could have been like, so do you think Mars is the next planet we're going to move to? He was like, thank you, Janet, for asking that question. Did you know mm-hmm. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are going to raise taxes and end fracking yeah. with their new green deal? That's all he kept saying. Outside of the fly landing on his head, I mean, there was nothing uh, pressing that he said that would have even began to sway my vote to his side. There, and that's what that debate is for. It's for me to say what you're saying and it, versus what I'm and, and I would say that in a normal debate, this would be the case. But on this one, I think there's, there, there's some people who are undecided. But I think on this one, you're already on the hard side regardless. If you're a Trump supporter, you're on that side. I've seen some Trump supporters be like, you didn't do what you promised, so I'm going to vote the other way now. Because, but then I'm saying they're hard on that choice. They're like, I'm a, you're not, there is nothing you can tell me to make me change what I'm thinking right now. And like I said, you know, during the, all the protests that were happening, this man again, also said some fuck shit, just like Trump did. He did not denounce racism. Never going to do that. No, nah, not going to do that. And he took it even a step further. This man said, he stands with the police decision on that stuff. And he, the abortion thing too. He's like, I can't stand for abortion, which if that's your opinion, that's fine. But, but to say it's biblical and all this stuff, you got to remove church from state. I don't care who you are, what you believe in politics and religion do not mix. They don't. It's literally impossible mix because it's bo- not going to be both, both, both things were, were man-made. And that's why they'll never come to grips. But they're also in an exact opposition of each other. You see, we can always agree on eating chicken. I love chicken. Because that wasn't man-made. But anything that is made... Where does that came from? What? Wait, what? Fried chicken? From the land, you were saying? What what I'm saying is chicken in general (laughs) is not something a man created. No, God created that, Exactly. (laughs) That's what I'm getting at. So anything outside of what God created, even though... We are God's creations, me and Dalton, yep. white, black, you know what I'm saying, fat, skinny, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, all that. We are, God, we are God's creation. The thing that God gave us that, 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 that allows us to even free have will. these, deb- exactly. Free will. Free will. Chicken ain't got no free will. He either figured his head cut off or he lives to fight another day. But either way it go, my nigga, you are about to become some chicken strips. Either way. Either way, but and he said chicken strips because specifically that's what Chris specifically eats. <laughs> that's what Chris. If you eats. give me, I told somebody the other day, you make a mean chicken strip from scratch, I will marry you. So we finna see because I might be getting married soon. <laughs> Berry test, yeah, chicken strips. Uh, I need to know what them chicken strips like. But no, nah, um, all jokes aside, there's no way you can really mix, you know, religion, church with state. That that and, and that whoever came up with that was a fucking genius because that that conversation will go in on itself for life. Like it's always another loophole. Yeah, it's because it's, it's based off time, yeah. of how you literally perceive the information that you're receiving. But we can talk about something straight up. We cuz we have facts. Let's let's do that. Okay? Sure. Let's say 
Oh, I don't know. Mm, what do I want to pull from? There's so many things. Uh, Trump knew about coronavirus back in February. It's a fact. He knew that. It's a fact. It is a fact. When Joe Biden said to go get, he, he, look, get up, go in your kitchen, see who's missing from your kitchen table, and realize it's this guy's fault. Not this guy. But this guy's fault that that per- person is missing from your kitchen table because he chose not to act on it diligently. Because, once again, I will not, I stress this enough. His, him and his organization, organization do not believe in science. It is. And I want to make this very clear yeah. for Trump supporters. Let me make this clear. <laughs> Let me make this as clear as possible. Clear as my glasses. Clear as water, nigga. Whatever you think is clear. Crystal. Exactly. Like Juwan's dad would say. We do not hate Trump because he is a Republican. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because if a Republican was better than Joe Biden, we are going for that. Because we want actual progress. Trump himself, tax evader, fact. Correct. Pedophile, questionable. But I'm going to say fact. Fucking sexual assault. Fact. Inexperienced. Fact. Terrible businessman. Actual fact. Fact. He has the most failed businesses of any billionaire. And he'll tell you, but that, but, 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 but this is the thing, baby. I could tell you is water when I'm pissing on you. All I got to do <laughs> is speak in the language that you're speaking. Right. You're going to believe no, me. One thing, this is one thing he does well. He knows his crowd. Mm-hmm. And he knows how to get him riled up. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's just like a good rap artist. It ain't, it ain't Trump that I, it, 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 it's not like Trump the, the fucking, because I can't even call Trump a politician. It's not Trump the politician. It's not him. He's not a fucking politician. No, he's a- it's Trump as a person, bro. It's Trump as a person. Now, when y'all voted against Obama, which people did. Yeah. It was it, obviously it was because he was black or whatever the case may be. God rest his soul. Uh, what's my John, John McCain. McCain? Look, war hero. Trump called this nigga what? What he said he was? Uh, he he basically just he's you can't call him a war hero. Yeah, he got captured. Yeah, he basically called him a, a bitch for being captured. Basically. Now I'm trying to figure out, and this is just me being. You know, I try to be as logical as a person as I can. I I try. I do drugs. I drink. I do some things. You know. So, you got to stick with me here. But <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what logical reason would you support? Like, it, it can't be because the Second Amendment right, rights that Trump believes in upholds. It can't be that. Because if that was the case, y'all would be on Breonna Taylor's uh, boyfriend's side because he didn't know who the fuck was in his house. If it's a no-knock warrant, somebody's breaking in my house. I'm defending me and my land. It can't be that. It it, it it also can't be that y'all support, you know, uh, fucking or, or y'all hate that these militia groups because y'all 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 look at Black Lives Matter as a militia group. But then the Tiki Torch niggas came around and said, we will shoot. We'll do this. We'll do that. Or we're proud boys or whatever. Y'all support that. Can't be that. Um, it, it, so what is it? <laughs> you know, like I'm really trying to figure it out. Like morally, 
That's what we're talking about here. We're not talking politics anymore. We're not talking. No, this is a. We're not talking God. We're not talking religion. Yeah. We're not talking Some the right to bear arms. We're not talking abortion or not. We're talking morals. It's, it's this is a moral election. Would you yeah. want your child, loved one, to be sexually assaulted? Uh, to know about some shit that's going on, but not put it out there for everybody. Like, would you want that look, for yourself, for, for look, your life? This, he literally said verbatim, there's video of it. They still have clips. He said, this shit will be gone within a month. He said, there will, we'll have no more than 12 cases. We have handled this worse than any country on the planet. Literally. Literally every country, even the ones that got hit crazy, Bro, look, Japan is more densely populated than anything we have in America. It's more densely, like, densely population. They don't have a higher population than we do, but I'm talking about people packed in one city. That's what Japan has because it's an island the size of California. So imagine that just packed with people, right? Just, I'm talking about, like, no open land. I'm just packed. So Tokyo is the biggest metropolitan city on the planet. They are doing normal shit right now. The biggest metro metropolitan area on the planet is living normally because they've always had the mask thing in general because right. they did it out of courtesy anyway. Right. If you had a cold, you wear a mask so it's, you wouldn't get somebody else sick. It's literally a courtesy they uphold. Mm-hmm. Fucking even Spain. Mike 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 Pence even said he even called it. The China disease or Chinese disease. Yeah, and he's and he literally going double hold, down. Yeah, you know, hold them it, accountable because yeah. they're 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 the enemy. So that's the thing. We also keep making enemies of every other every other country. Now, um, we dropped out of the World Health Organization. We dropped out of what the um, the Paris Organization for like you know global health basically. We dropped out of the science organization. We dropped basically we dropped all these science organizations because they don't believe in global warming and science. Um, Pence literally said straight faced on American television that we have the cleanest water on the planet. Flint, Michigan still does not have clean water. Flint, Flint, there is a girl who has been, uh, fundraising for Flint since she was a child. She is now a teenager. That's how Flint, how long Flint. And they just now starting to get. That shit taken she care created of. a water bottle that filters the water for you. That that's what she's been doing. Look, man, look, it ain't about, you know, and, and the reason why we're so, I guess, passionate about it uh today of all days is because we have friends that think that they're thinking morally as well, but they're not thinking on the other side of the morals. They're on one side of the morals. And Dalton adamantly has said, look, no, you know, they're not too much different in the bullshit that they did. Because, yes, Biden called black people such as myself, Dalton's wife, her family, my family, your friends. Not black. Super predators. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Biden was a part of that with the Clintons and all that shit. Yes, Yes, they were. Mm -hmm. Yes, you got them right. Trust me, I I know his negatives. I know all. uh, Kamala? Kamala. Kamala. She's she locked pr- up a lot of motherfuckers over weed. She's pro- part in of California. The pri- she's part of the prison problem. So yes, look, I know these things, but 
like I was telling morally. Yeah, like I was saying, this this is not an election that I'm looking at policies and all this other shit. Fuck all that. Because I did that with the other ones. That's what that's what because those were actual. Regardless if I I liked the candidate or not, they were still regular Obama politicians. Obama running against uh, John Kennedy first, and then John McCain. And then George Bush running because the literally, literally, if you're listening to this podcast, Al Gore and you're 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 aware of George Bush, you're aware of Barack Obama, and you're aware of Donald Trump. Just think about it. We don't have to say nothing else. Just think about it. You because, tell me because people didn't like George Bush, but now if you're thinking back, George Bush did a better job than this motherfucker you, ever did. Look, listen, <laughs> George Bush. <laughs> Barack Obama and they both Donald had, Trump. They both had two terms. Yeah. So you tell me, America, Bernie Mac is living through me. America, you tell me if you would rather go back to either one. Either one, I'm right there with you. We can go back to Obama. Sure. That was a great time in my life. Let's go back to George Bush. 9-11 happened. Jet fuels don't mix, don't 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 melt don't melt steel uh, steel beams. Perhaps uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know I don't know. I'm not a scientist, you know, but perhaps you know. But I would easily go back to Obama or Bush before I would live another term under Trump without committing suicide. I have to figure out how the fuck to get out of here, and 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 this is coming from a guy that doesn't work. So he's not fucking with my taxes or make, you know, nothing on that level. Uh, I don't have to deal with all the My parents are dealing with this. What Trump's presidency is causing for the world. And not me. I'm lucky. I'm thankful. Matter of fact. But this is what I do know. I'd much rather be through going through an actual recession again with Bush. <laughs> the deal with somebody who is this divisive to American to uh, to us but, and it and it fuels him this is the thing though yeah. it don't matter what we're going through as time has told we have been through adversity and we have conquered adversity that's the only thing that has been constant sure the 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 fucking what's, where everybody watched the stock markets went up and down and well, that's the nature of the all that disease, shit yeah. yeah sure 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 but there has never like you have to literally think about this you go outside and you support Biden but your neighbor that you've known your whole life supports Trump you're not even talking to them in the same type of tone that you would. Now, if this was Obama versus Mitt Romney, we could still go grab a beer. That's the thing. As a people, and until we come together as a people, I tweeted this, and Dalton actually liked it, so that means that he agreed. Until we come together as a people, we will never get to the point where we were supposed to be at in general, which our whole purpose here on Earth as human beings whether you're atheist or gay or black or white or uh, fucking Democrat or Republic, we're supposed to find our way back to God. That is our whole purpose here on this earth. You do it with a partner to bond, to make that bond stronger. That's marriage. That is our whole purpose. Get back to God. 
Trump is literally causing a rift between black and white, brown and Asian, man and woman, church and state, science and math, hamburger. Like he's <laughs> causing a rift between everything. He's a divisive person. He is separating us. We can all not agree on things. That is our human. That is the God. That's what God allowed us to have free choice. But if the nigga who's making the rules in your state and your, in your country is a divisive person, everything's divisive, everything, everything. It don't matter. You don't even have a choice on it being divisive at that point. You see a nigga with a red MAGA hat on, you're ready to fight. You see a nigga saying that I support Biden and them. You're ready to fight. It should not be that way. It wasn't even this way with Obama, a black man in the office. That is what we're trying to get y'all to say. It's moral. It's all moral. We cannot be separated any longer. We see what the world is doing. We see God trying to get us up out of here already. Wildfires. Motherfucking hurricanes coming back to back, nigga. Like back to back to back, dropping every year on some Jay-Z shit. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. God's sending a clear-cut message. Like, y'all niggas better get it. I'm just finna kill y'all niggas until y'all get it together. Trump is key. I'm telling you. I'm not saying Biden's going to run the country pristine. I'm not no. saying he's the best. I'm not doing that. But what I'm saying That's is. That's the option we got. We're not going to be divisive under Biden because he's going to make everything work for both sides. Biden's always been, and this is just due to history, obviously, because he's an actual politician. You can go see what he stood for. He's always played the middle. He's never been way right or way left. He's always been right in the middle. Even with the super predator shit. I'm finna go vote for a nigga that said that my older brothers were super predators. That's what I'm finna go do. But you know why I'm gonna do that? Huh? Because morally, he had time to change his thought process. He don't believe that anymore. But fuck Biden. I don't fuck Biden. We need to get Trump up out of there. Nigga, we could vote in a frog. That that was that was my whole point. Vote in Kanye. Vote, put Habrambe on the on the fucking well, polls no, don't, again. Don't do that. Don't do, your vote we, your vote will count. If we don't get Trump out of here, we will not progress. Period. And that's what life is about: progression. Where are we progressing to? Back to God. That's a progression. That is a journey. That is a that, that, that that's what our whole life is dedicated to. Everything that we're doing: getting the house, getting the dog, getting the car, getting the wife, getting the husband. Getting the kids, all that is just to further strengthen your duty to God. That's what this is all about. We got lost in the sauce, as we do. We think it's all about the all, the Benjamins or the Bens or the the five story crib or what. It's not. No, that's just helping us get to where we got to go. We got somewhere else to be. It ain't. It ain't here. It ain't here. It's not here. There's a life after this one. But with Trump being here in office, in power, it's making it harder for us to get where we got to go. And nobody likes sitting in traffic. Nobody. I haven't met a motherfucker that yet. And I don't even drive. I hate sitting in traffic. 
That's all I got to say. Wow. Bars. That's the best way to put it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And I ain't going to say anything about it no more. I'm Enough politic talk for me. I'm politics out. I just want y'all, it's morally. That's it. You know, it's morally. You know, what else we got to talk about? Um, I feel like some game shit happened recently, right? Like video games. Didn't something happen? I know they finished the Spider-Man. Miles Morales they said that shit's done. Yeah, that'll be a PS5 launch. Um, um, yeah. Oh, look. Did you see that theory that like the 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 Last of Us or whatever mm-hmm. is like Teletubby stomachs or some shit? Did you see that? What? Like if you if you trace like from the Teletubby symbol down, they're the same characters as the Last Among Us characters. So yeah. They're trying to say there's some. Oh, the among are you talking about um, uh Among Us the uh among, yeah yeah not Last of Us is not. Well, I don't know. Yeah, you're talking about the game where you like little, you try to find a traitor among you in the, the yeah. spaceship. They say it's, they say it's like it, like they, the Teletubby shit. Wow, interesting. Did, but you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying, but I've never heard that theory before. I've seen that theory. That's interesting. Um, is there anything else? They pushed Batman back. They pushed Wonder Woman back. <sighs> They've been pushing everything back. Um, but Matrix is still coming out on time. Well, that was already far away, though. But it's it's coming out before Wonder Woman? No, nah, Wonder Woman's still on track for Christmas. It's coming out before something. And then, and then Soul, the Pixar movie's coming straight to Disney Plus. Um, Disservice. I don't like that. Yeah, because I, I love Pixar, but they're probably gonna do the same thing they would do Mulan. I just feel like they shouldn't do they shouldn't do that because it's, oh, it's an all black cast. I got something. Um, so, uh, I got a movie coming on Tuesday. The Batman animated movie called Death in the Family. I don't know if you've heard of the comic where Robin dies. Jason Todd. It's the comic where Robin dies the first time. Okay. It was like the first time they had readers send in like their votes. They had the, the previous issue lift, ended on a cliffhanger. So they let you vote in like, do you want Jason Todd to die or live? And mm. it, they had him die by a margin. And then he got beaten to death with a crowbar by the Joker. It was definitely hard to watch. Yeah. So. They're they're making a movie on that with the idea of choice um a part of it. You had to get the Blu-ray version though. Um if you get the Blu-ray, um the the digital one will just have you to have all the different versions of the movie. But if you have the Blu-ray, you get to make the choices that happen in the movie. So like for instance, that that choice is like Batman saves him, he escapes, or he dies. You pick what options and the movie changes. So there's like different paths for the movie to take. So it's an interactive movie. What would you choose? Oh, I'm gonna choose. Um, he he lives to see what happens first because I already know what happens when he dies. Obviously. Um, but the movie will probably change a little bit, but because right. uh, I know he becomes a red hood at some point. But um, either way, go. But we'll see. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'll see what it happens because I saw there was one on the trailer. It showed there was a part where he was wrapped up in bandages and he had um, Batman in his sniper scope, and the choice was kill Batman or shoot the the criminal. So you can cap. Batman, which I'm going to do, um, <laughs> just to see what happens, because Batman will probably dodge. Don't disrespect Batman. No, he'll probably roll out the yeah, way. He'll probably, yeah. Um, but or he'll get hit, but it's not life threatening. Yeah. So, um, I'm getting that on Tuesday. Um, mm. it's called Batman: Death in the Family, an interactive movie. But yeah, the digital one comes with all the different paths just laid out. The Blu-ray, you get to make the choices. So, um, I'm getting that. and I got, uh, 
the uh the last Digimon movie. The uh it's called it's the last like it's supposed to be the end of Ty and his group's story. Um they're like in college about to get jobs and shit. And uh when they're a Digimon uh formed together it's Omnimon, right? You talking about with Matt and Ty? Yeah, yeah. It's called Omnimon one. Look, I uh, shout to Zach and shout to Travis because they gave me their Hulu. So I just went back and watched Digimon again, season one, right? The regular, right? One, and yeah. two because, like you said, Davis they, is my my guy. Yeah, they it rolled into Davis's shit. That I actually enjoyed that season more because they had a lot more cooler shit, like with the armors and yeah, then yeah. all the motherfuckers had different fusions together. Yeah. And yeah. then with armor, it was yeah. like, there was a lot of different. Yeah, it was dope. And um, I like V-Mon's way cooler. I saw a tweet where it was like a white kitten, and then it digivolved into like a dinosaur. Yeah. And then it digivolved into a refrigerator with the, with the fucking arm cannon yeah. or some shit. It was the, only, the only ones that make sense is literally Agumon and Gabumon because they, they are, like the he has boy. the wolf full. Yeah, and it looks like. But the other one, like Patamon turning to Angelmon, makes no sense. Like you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it was crazy. And but, then the cat turns. Into and then a- he was like the the like like the guy too. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then the cat turning uh, to Angel Woman. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That was wild. But um, yeah. So it's going it, back and watching them. It kind of shows like you as an adult. It you know obviously you point out different shit. Like, I didn't realize how. Slow the show was for one. Oh yeah, kid. drags on. Slow the show. Very was slow. much so. Yeah. Um, but he, the but, first season for sure. But did you? Uh, yeah, the second season with uh, Davis and them. That shit kind of, you know, flew yeah, by. Cause shit kept happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they got one armor. Their next guy yep. got an armor. Then the next guy. Yep. Then they got their second. Of you know, so um, ultimately, Digimon is fucking dope. And Dalton told me before. But he had brought it back up to me like recently that that first Digimon movie that we all watched. If you're twenty nine yeah. or younger, like if you're thirty or younger, you definitely remember watching that Digimon movie. And uh, according to Dalton, which according to the facts, um, that movie is not it. So the Digimon movie when it came into America came out from from Fox, um, mm-hmm. but the the movie that we all grew up watching is actually not a singular movie. It was actually three movies cut and copy pasted together. So now the from three different directors with three different art styles. Mind blown. So it's like and then so those movies all have their own titles. There are full movies that you can go back and watch. Like so that movie where Ty is a kid and he meets uh, Agumon and he turns into Greymon when they're like real little. That's its own movie. It's literally an over an hour long by itself. So they chop that up. Translated to English, that has its own director. The next part, that's why it has like these little, it's each kind of like specific mini stories in each one. Mm-hmm. Like when they stopped the virus on the internet, that's its own movie. Mm-hmm. Then the part where it has uh, Davis pop up uh, again, like all that shit is um, fucking all three separate movies, three different directors, three different art directors. It's fucking crazy. And, uh, you know, obviously as kids, we would never realize anything nope. else is going on. We're just like, yeah, did you mind? But, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, Hulu is dope for shit like that. Like you can go back and watch like you, 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 you hockey show. They got like, uh, what's the dude that wears the, like the, the red cloak. Yeah. And you watch on there. Not, not him. Uh, the, the other guy, Trigun. 
they have Trigun, they have a Ronin Kenshin. Um, uh, uh, they brought. They just brought uh, Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, he late. Already finished it again. Yeah, I finished it again. This is what I will say. I'm sorry, this is the call. Goku wasn't as dumb as he was to me now when we first watched it. Really? No, because I thought he was like blatantly like damn near like leaning towards retardation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't disrespect. No, no I, it's more so he was just more cavalier. Like he was just like, I don't give a fuck. Let's like, go. Like, yeah, like, um, fuck the universe. I want the tournament. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it wasn't, Oh, it turned out. Okay. Like yeah, he, he was yeah, like not you know giving a fuck about the consequences. Cause he was confident in himself. Ultimately. That's Be- what I was, which was crazy. Cause like when, during the, when he first turned Super Saiyan against Frieza, his thing is like, I am the, I am justice. Like right. I'm here for all the voiceless. Like he was like a fucking damn near superhero in that part. Now he's just like, fuck that shit. Like, let's have a tournament. Well, because Goku's whole thing is there's going to, there's obviously more people out there that are stronger than me. He wants to, he wants, he wants to practice it, but, but to put the whole universe in the balance is insane. Yeah, that's insane. But in yeah. realistically, like, You've already tapped into some shit you didn't even know exist. Like literally, if if the continuity of Dragon Ball Z is to is to flow like everything serves a purpose, Beerus has been there since Goku died the first time. Yeah, you know course. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. He just didn't interfere. So thinking about it that he wasn't way, wasn't on the radar though. Yeah, but 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 yeah. no, obviously he wasn't in the radar for anybody because Frieza was aware of him, but. It didn't matter what he was doing. He was to Frieza. It was like Beerus was allowing. But him then to he do what he, he said did. he was sleep for like some hundred years. Yeah, like he, some, was sleep, some, he was sleep. He was sleep as well for a long uh, time uh, in, in uh, slumber. But going back and watching it and the whole Jiren Jiren thing and the hit and I really do not like his character design though. He's literally the dumbest looking. Oh, character. Jiren. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Cause and him and Topo are like the worst looking characters in that show. But I mean, shit, they put up a hell of a no, fight. No, I'm not saying yeah, about the. Yeah, the yeah, I'm yeah. just saying like the character design. Cause like there's some unique ones, and then they're just like, yeah. what the fuck is this? There was that because like, like that Goku Black when he turned rose and shit. Like, that, that was dope. That like, was I was dope. Like, I like this Zamasu. Yeah, and they fuse and, yeah, then, and yeah. all that shit. Like I like all that, but it's just like you got this fucking this gray dude with big eyes. <laughs> uh, and 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 one thing that I also like. About Dragon Ball Super that I don't feel like gave enough, uh, we, like, you know, us as fans uh, speaking about it, didn't give him much attention to was how Android 18 was still kind of heartless. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you see him going, you see, Sam, wait, 17 is a girl, right? No, 17 is the boy. Se- okay, how 17 was still heartless. Because 18, obviously, married to Krillin, had a daughter, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Uh, 18 was on the farm. He was doing this shit. But, like, even when he was fighting, he was like, oh, my bad. I thought we was here to, like, win, you know? Like, I don't give a fuck about what you got. You know, he was still kind of, you know, but, androidish. See, but but he still, he like I was telling Shelby, like, because Trunks' future was never happened, right? So, like. They were fucking evil as fucking that one. In in our timeline that we watched, like they weren't actually all that bad. I I was showing her. I was like, bro, they actually didn't kill many people at all, because 
she, like in the, in their in the Android Saga, they actually didn't kill many people. They were just like having fun, like riding, driving cars, and in our version of it, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Trunks like, version. Yeah, they, they were evil, but like yeah. this one, they were like they were just driving around. They were just really looking for Goku. Like they like they went to like they stopped to buy clothes, and then he was like, "Oh, you took forever," and they left. They didn't really kill anybody. The people, only people that died was when the cops were chasing them. They were running cars off the road. Yeah, I mean, because they they were just. Reg, like they weren't fucking crazy. If you finna tell a nigga or some niggas that these niggas finna come fuck some shit up, like you expecting to see them fuck some shit up, and they didn't. Do they that. didn't because it was a different version. Yeah, the yeah. course of history changed. Obviously, Trunks changed. No, Cell uh, changed it. Well, yeah, unbeknownst to Trunks, Cell changed. Yeah, how diabolical the androids were. Yeah, nobody knew that that was gonna happen. But ultimately, I will. Uh, and to continue on. Um, because they did the whole, they did the Battle of the God shit in the show, actually. Yeah, the first two movie. movies are, are the first two movies are basically condensed versions of right. the first two seasons, yeah. Gohan is just crazy. That's still, to this day, you. like, the most, like, bro, how, you know. But I also get him falling in love, getting married, having well, kids. And, and he never, like, as, continue as his training. Piccolo said, he's, ne- he's never wanted to be a fighter. Yeah, I get yeah. all that, but... It, the way that that hype go go high up, you know, he should have definitely. But another thing, this is my like um, conspiracy theory, if you will. Okay. Because Dragon Ball's <laughs> not that deep, but all right, let me see. But, you never know. Okay. I feel like they have to make at this point. You got to make Yamcha a Saiyan. <laughs> what? He's not a Saiyan though. I feel, but you got to look at the evidence. There's no evidence. There is He's evidence. an earthling. earthling. This is the evidence. Or what is? His hair, for one. He's the only person in Dragon Ball Z that has hair resembling, res, res, resembling Saiyan's hair. Okay. One. Two, um, how much how much trouble he gave Goku as a child. He didn't know. He, he kind of did. No, he didn't. And then. Goku knocked his ass out. But this is my theory about Yamcha. Because, again. I, all the Saiyans have names that are related to vegetables in some type of sense. Kakarot, carrot, Vegeta, vegetable, Khalifa, cauliflower. You know, everybody has, you know, Gohan. Actually, what is Gohan? Maybe because he's half. No, Gohan is rice. Okay. Yamcha, at least in Korean, because I dated a Korean woman. In well, that's time. not Korean, but okay. Well, it's all Japanese. Well, and maybe she said in Japanese, Yamcha means noodles, soggy noodles. So <laughs> he's a wet noodle, <laughs> a wet noodle. Let me see. I'll check because I don't, I'm not sure what that word means. So my theory is Yamcha was obviously sent to Earth before no. Goku. This, this is, is my theory. This it's is just my theory. Yamcha was sent to Earth before Goku. He found out how he could get over on motherfuckers. He was always a low-level saying, so they didn't give a fuck about him. And he just decided to live his life as a earthling on Earth. No. Or he forgot who he was. No. He's definitely a saying. And so, like, I, I... No, he's not. I would not be surprised if... He's literally listed as a human. From I Akira not, Toriyama. I would not be surprised if they make him a saying out of nowhere. No one likes Yamcha. 
It's not gonna happen. If that if his storyline develops in this, no I'm one, telling. I'm just saying, bro. He stopped just, fighting, bro. It's just my theory. Oh, that's not a good one. Yamcha stands for a tea break with Chinese snacks. It's Japanese. Yeah. So it stands for what? A a tea break with Chinese snacks. That's what it said. I don't know why that woman told me that. It it's probably that in Korean though. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's different language. <laughs> it is. She is a compulsive liar. Oh, okay. Here we go. I'm just thinking. But uh, but that Digimon we were saying about uh, it's literally like they they end it like definitively. There is, they did re, they are redoing the very first season of of um, uh, Digimon, but in the modern day. It's on Crunchyroll. It's called uh, Digimon Adventure. Definitely check it out. It's a definitely cleaner, fresher, and it's a lot more fast-paced. The very first episode has Omnimon, so there's that. <laughs> it's a very quick, very, very quick show. Like, moving very, very fast. But, um, yeah, Chris, uh, if you watch it, it hits you. It hits you, man. Because the premise is, Basically, if you after you reach like a certain age, you get like Digimon come to kids for because kids have a limited potential. But once you get older, you are you reach your potential. Peter Pan, very, very much so. So basically, which I'm um, let me. I'm sorry to cut you off. I watched the Peter. Uh, I watched the Winnie the Pooh movie. Which one? Uh, with uh, uh, Ian McGregor. Yeah, bro. So I understand where you're finna go. It sounds like that. But I cried on that movie. Yeah, I now understood why, bro. When I watched it, whenever he called him a stupid bear and then he disappeared, I was like, bro, don't do this. <laughs> I like the way they made him look too, like a stuffed animal. That's a good movie, regardless. But uh, that's where you're going, basically. But no, but I'm saying like so they they find out basically um, that the older members once they like their uh, digivices get a link ring of light and once that light runs out basically their connection to the Digimon will disappear and their Digimon will literally cease to exist. Mm. So basically, the more they use them or do anything, the closer they get for them disappearing because, mm. and he was like, ba- or unless they reach more potential within themselves. So the older members have to deal with this while the younger ones don't yet. Um, and uh, at first you're like, oh, that that, that means they're just going to get more potential or they'll meet again later. Um, and then I'll just let you know. I'll, I'll, I'll let you watch it first, but um, it goes there <laughs> for sure. Um, and, uh, it's a, like a it's a long one too. It's an hour and a half, so it's like a real deal like send off for this shit. Fire, um, yeah. But I watched it. It's, it's definitely dope. I started uh, watching Sons of Anarchy again. It's a good show. I've just got to pass that Opie part first. <laughs> now I feel like <laughs> watching that show made me think about. It makes me think about relationships a little bit different. <laughs> no, for real. Not yeah. relationships like man and woman. Like, yeah. Relationships in general. Yeah. Because it's a biker club that runs guns, you know, on the slide. But the sheriff's on their side because had he not been on their side, then they don't keep the violence out of charming, which they would have that violence with the, the, with the Mexicans and the blacks. Because they're a white motorcycle gang. But, like, 
the inner workings of that shit. Now that I'm watching it again at uh-huh. this age, it's kind of like that's just it's just it's just it's just another perspective to think about. And I almost don't want to think that it's true, but I can't say that it's not true because I know the guy who made the show like studied this motorcycle club shit to like a T. Kurt, yeah. Kurt, whatever his name is. It's a very well written show. Yeah, very well written yeah. show. So I know that it's true, but it almost don't seem true. Like your old lady got to be down. Like she got to basically. If you was like a regular nigga in the hood selling eights, like your bitch gotta, not your bitch, I'm sorry, your girl gotta like put the gun in her purse when the police pull up or some shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Gotta, it's that type of shit, but on another level, and also because they're all white, so you're looking at it from a whole nother perspective. Yeah. Like See, they take this shit. It's serious. It's, it's, it's a it's a gang, but. You see it from the the white perspective and not so much of being a part of the rolling sixties or thirties or right. a blood or a crip. Have like you, you see, have you seen that the spinoff with the Mexican gang? I started watching it. Okay, like I, I'm probably like two three episodes. I haven't now. heard nobody talk about it or if it's been renewed, so I don't know. I don't know either, but it is on Hulu. It's called uh, the Mayans. Yeah, that's the Hispanic uh, motorcycle gang. And from what I can, and tell, is it like a prequel or is it after that shit or during? I think it's during. Okay. But the guy, the main guy, he had, I'm, it's going to sound kind of corny. He has like a, he can remember things like verbatim, like he, whatever that's called. He has a photographic memory? Yeah. Okay. He has photographic gra- memory. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's pretty much as far as I got. And he was dating a white woman prior to him joining the gang. That's all I, that's all I know. So I don't know how it breaks off or whatever. But. Okay. Sons of Anarchy in general, it pulls it, it, it really fuck with my heartstrings because, you know, you see a guy, which is Jax, that is dealing with all this shit, right? But then your mom and her new nigga killed your dad. So how are you gonna deal with that? Then you're dealing with a woman who's a nurse that has a whole nother and you're pulling her in, it's like get her pregnant, marry her. How you deal with that? Then don't reveal the whole show. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just giving from Jack's perspective what he got to deal with. Then your best friend, a nigga you grew up with in this shit, wife get killed by the club because they think you're a snitch when you're not a snitch. It's like, bro, I understand why Jack's because literally after after Opie died, which is the white quarterback from Remember the Titans, that's who plays. Him. He was like, nigga, Sunshine. Bruh, fuck, not the white. He wasn't the quarter. It was a strong side, left side. Oh, yeah, okay. That's gotcha. that's who it was. Gotcha. That's who Opie is like, in the he's show. He's not a quarterback. He's not the quarterback. I forgot. <laughs> what what position? He was, he was like a defensive player. Yeah, whatever. White guy. Anyways, he dies. And then Jax is like, you know what? I'm killing everybody. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm killing everybody. Like, to come to that. Because in Jax's mind... Uh, at least around season four, he realizes if I want to keep my family whole, I have to leave this club because there's always some shit going on. Right. Cause it's a, that's what it's, it's a, about. Yeah, yeah. It's a, always some shit. And he couldn't get out before he kept his friends safe, his wife safe, his kids, all that. So he just go on a rampage and it kind of leaves you the question. Like did Jax make the right decision by staying, by keeping his club? Cause it really, it really has you feeling like the club is the life, but then they'll show you, him as a parent and as a husband and as a son and as a friend. So you're like, am I giving up the club or am I giving up me 
being my own man type shit. And it really fucks with you, bro. Like the first time I watched the episode, I was at my brother's house. And this was around the when they went to jail the first time and Jackson um uh Clay first they were getting into their thing. And they were fighting and shit. That was the first episode I ever saw. And I was like, I got to go watch this show. And uh, my nigga Ron Perlman, Parliament, Perlman. Goat. No, Ron Perlman's dope. We don't talk about him enough. Outside of Hellboy, outside of, he did another show where he wore, or a movie that he had to do, like a lot of cosmetics. But, um, and he's married to a black woman. Or he was. They're getting a divorce, sadly, for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> not my, not my black kids, obviously. And he was Hellboy, you know what I'm saying? And I thought, yeah. and he was some, you know, if you go back and watch some, like our cartoons, so like our Batman, our Spider Man, like when it came out when we were kids, he voiced some of those. Oh yeah, characters. He's 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 you know what I'm saying? He, you know, so Ron Perlman, 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 just Perlman, Perlman. <laughs> he don't and he don't fuck with Trump. He want to fight Trump. So no, yeah, he always talking shit on there. Always, I follow um, him like legitimately because of Sons of Anarchy. Like I still, hey, a lot, I'm sure a lot of people did because he did that role. But any closing thoughts? Closing yeah. thoughts, man. Um, I, was 11, I know, 11, I know you want to go that. home. Yeah. yeah. Um, closing thoughts. Shit, man. You got one life, bro. So live that shit to the fullest. Do everything today. Don't put it off till tomorrow. Uh, this is coming from a guy that puts a lot of shit off. Till tomorrow. Yeah. But <laughs> literally. So, yeah, just if you got the opportunity to do it, do it. Don't hesitate to tell that person you love them. Yeah, I'm about to say that. I was just about to say that. Tell them you love them, man. Hey. Life's um, too short, life's man. Life's too short. Congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers. Recipe Kobe and Gigi. Um, you know, happy birthday to my oldest brother, the first minor son. Uh, Santana, we call him Mook. Uh, I don't know how old he is, but today's his birthday. And uh, you lost count because he got so old, huh? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's got kids, <laughs> he got grandkids, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he's an old guy. I know he's at least in his 40s because he's 20 years younger than my dad. And if my dad is 64, that means that my he's 44. 44. So happy birthday to Mook. And uh, I'm sorry I couldn't be there. And when I get home, I better have some food. All right. And that's it. That's it. All right, bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 